If we see something, it's because we can create it. It wouldn't come in as a download. It wouldn't come through as a vision. It wouldn't come in for you as something that would inspire you or excite you if it's not something that is possible for you. Hey friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden, and as you can tell by the name, Cup of Chels is because I'm obsessed with coffee. But more than that, I am so passionate about giving you a weekly dose of inspiration and uplifting encouragement. You can also be sure to chime in to interviews and conversations with some amazing people. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's dive in to today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cup of Chels podcast. I am so freaking stoked to introduce y'all to our next guest on the show. She's one of my favorite human beings in the whole wide world. She is also my mentor and my coach starting in January, which I cannot wait. And this is the fabulous Courtney Taylor, y'all. She is best known as the modern day psychic, and she is a psychic medium mentor who provides leadership to women developing their psychic abilities and who desire to build multiple six-figure businesses in their spiritual space. From a previous career in the entertainment industry as a public to becoming a social worker, Courtney brings a unique approach to her mentorship, teaching spirituality, energetics, and strategy. She has helped thousands of people globally to deepen their relationships, tap into their psychic abilities, and lead movements, trusting their intuitive hits. And y'all, something else so exciting happened since the time we first booked this call till now. Courtney is now the creator of the best-selling Next Level Psychic magazine. So let's give her a big round of applause. I'm doing the fake applause in the (laughs) background, but I know you're cheering along with me. Welcome to the show, babe. I'm so stoked to have you here. Thank you so much. Wow, what an introduction. I feel (laughs) so honored. Thank you. Honestly, I'm so excited to be here. It took us some time, but wow, like so much has changed in mm-hmm. my world and I'm so excited to talk about it today because yes. you've been part of these things too, which is really exciting. So thank you for having me here today. I'm really excited to be here and to just have some really fun conversations. Yeah, same, same, same. So I just love it because I know this conversation so intuitively led and we're just going to let it go where it needs to go. But if you could just tell all the listeners a little bit more about yourself, maybe how you came into even knowing that you had these psychic abilities and then, you know, followed the call to help other spiritual leaders create their own movements. Yeah, it's been such a journey, literally such a journey. I've known my whole life that I've had these gifts. Did I know that they were psychic abilities at the time? No, but I've been so connected my whole life. I never really felt like I fit in. I was to a lot of people, very dramatic, because I was just like, that's going to happen. And a lot of people just looked at me like, okay, I don't know what this girl's talking about. So I was just a very aware kid growing up. I was just, I've always been very aware. And so I've had these gifts my whole life. And I ignored them for most of my life. I just put them to the side, because I thought I was crazy, which is how most people feel coming into my world or experiencing their own gifts, they feel like, oh my gosh, am I making this up in my head? So that was me for most of my life. And then I 
university and I had this big idea to make my way to Hollywood. I was just this girl from small town in Canada. And I was just like, I'm going to be on the red carpet. And everyone was like, again, okay, Courtney, here we go with the big visions. And I was like, no, 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 I'm going to make this happen. And I don't know at that point what it was within me, but I was just like, I want to be seen. I want to do big things. And so I whole dream career, what I thought was a dream career at the time, working alongside some of the biggest celebrities. Mm. It still blows my mind today that I was able to create that. I hired my first coach when I was 18 and I just let myself move. And so long story short, I was doing my thing. I was living my dream, quote unquote dream, and everything fell apart. My life literally (laughs) fell apart. I should have been so happy. I I thought I had everything, but my body was just like, no, this is not what you're meant to do. And so, because our body keeps score, I got really sick. My mental health went out of control and I had to go home. I wasn't well. And so I left everything. My mom had found a spiritual church back in our hometown. And she was like, you need to come. Like, you just, you need to get home. We need, like, I just need to bring you. And at the time I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And so I went home, made my way home, and I walked into this church. Not even kidding, Chelsea, I start bawling my eyes out. I'm Mm. literally sobbing my eyes out, and I have no idea why. It was literally about to be the biggest moment of my life, and I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And I started bawling, and my mom's just like, okay, Courtney, like, can you stop? Like, what are you doing? Everyone's looking, like, stop. And I was just like, (laughs) hysterical. And the speaker of the day literally came up and told my story. He was talking about how he was gifted, how he struggled with mental health. Like he was telling my story. And I was just like, oh my God, I feel so seen. And then he comes out into the audience where he's doing readings and he comes right up to me and he looks at me and he says, I have a message for you. Can I talk to you? I was just like, yeah, like I'm sobbing. He (laughs) goes, you're crazy for not using your psychic abilities. What are you doing? Mm. And I started sobbing more and I'm like, exactly where I needed to be today. And everything changed. It all changed. My whole life changed. I dropped everything. In that moment, I really, I just leaned into trust and I leaned into faith and I trusted that message. For some reason, I trusted this person so much. It was because I already knew that I had all of this within me. But it took someone really seeing me and calling me out and saying, you have the ability to do this. This is what you're here for. This is your sole purpose. Go after it. So I left everything. I left all of everything that I had created and everything that I could about my psychic abilities. And once I started doing that, everything just started falling into place. Mm. I was headhunted by the biggest psychic network. People just started saying, oh my God, I heard about you. You know, my local radio station reached out to me and said, we need you on the station. It was just one thing after another. And I was kind of like, oh my God, this is a thing. And 12 years later, here I am. And it's been such a crazy ride. And what I think is just really cool to wrap that up is like, what I thought was so at the time, you know, so like what a, you know, took me such a long way to get to where I am. I had to go through the whole PR and being a publicist and being unhappy. But I just created a best selling magazine that brought me back to my career in PR. Mm. I had no idea that that part of my journey was going to be so huge for me today. Hmm. That part of my journey that I thought was like, 
oh, why did I have to go through that? I spent so much time and money and energy. It's such a big part of my story today. And so I think it's been really cool to see how all of them, the pieces have kind of come together. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. How cool. There's so much in all of what you just shared. Like, I feel like I can resonate and I'm sure our our listeners can resonate too, with just that the feelings of, I know that there maybe is something more for me, taking the risks on ourselves, following this vision that we have for ourselves, feeling like an outsider. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, to come back full circle and just like, hear the message to be open enough to like hear a message from a complete stranger too of like why aren't you using and and like calling you forward truly to then Mm -hmm. just knowing in that moment okay I am fully trusting and how that your journey then fell into place right and that's not to say that I'm sure you haven't had bumps in the road and all of that stuff but just like knowing that it it gets to be like that knowing that it gets Mm -hmm. to be like that I'm so curious because I have gone through this myself. I go through this all the time and reminding myself. So I know that our listeners are too, but when it comes to this piece of trust and this piece of surrender, I'm just curious how you have advised others and even worked through that yourself, because I feel like Mm -hmm. that can be such the, the biggest block. Like, yes, I know I need to trust. I know Chelsea, you tell me to surrender all the time, but like, how and what does that look like? And, you know, even just explaining how that feels for people. Yeah. Yeah. That's such an important, I think that's such a great point because I even remember feeling that there's moments that I still feel that where I'm like, oh my gosh, can I really trust this? Can I really lean into my intuition and kind of put all of like the logic aside Mm -hmm. that we try to make sense of everything and just trust in something really so much bigger than me. And I think for me, there's always been an element in my life where I've always just done what I've wanted to and really been unapologetic about it. Mm. And it's really changed how it's looked over the years. But I think there's this piece where I've just been, this is who I am. If you don't like it, I'm okay with it. If you don't agree with it, that's okay too. And I think That's not something that comes easily. Uh, Hands down, that's not something that comes easily. It takes practice. And I tell all my clients that too. But I think that's really what it's been for me is just staying grounded in these visions. Every time someone would say, Courtney, gosh, that's a really big vision. Are you sure you're not dreaming too big? Hmm. Nope, I'm not. And today I would tell my clients, if you're dreaming about something, I want you to actually go bigger. Like what's even bigger than that? Okay, good. You you see that? Perfect. Let's go bigger, right? And so I've always just had this like really big to being a dreamer. Like I just allow myself to dream. And I think that what's really helped me in trusting that all of these dreams are coming to life or all of these things are happening for me is this remembrance of all of the times that things have worked out for me, right? Because we all have moments that things have worked out for us. We tend to look at the list of times that things don't work out for us. And so I think it's been a practice for me to really ground into those moments, or even when I'm having a bad day now, to go back to those moments of, okay, when have I really led and made an impact? When have I really, you know, done something so powerful today that I 
you know, smiled at someone and it changed their world or it really just opened them up today, right? Like, what are those moments that I can ground into that, like, remind me of how confident and badass and smart and full of wisdom I am, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always like to tell my clients too, like, I, I have a little note in my phone of all the moments, like all of those moments that I've touched someone or, you know, testimonials or moments where people have said, thank you so much for this. And I think it's important to go back to those moments where we've surprised ourselves, we've surprised other people, we've shown up for ourselves, right? And just grounding into that versus looking at what we don't have, because we spend so much time in that lack. And there was a lot of times where I would have that conversation with myself and say, okay, well, I can't do it because I struggle with mental health. So no, I can't do it. But then on the other side of it, I look and I say, but I created all of this. So I have proved myself that I can do this. So why can't I create more if I've already Mm. done this, right? And I remind everyone too, that if we have a vision, it is for us. I truly, Spirit gave that to me a long time ago. And it really has always just been something that I've carried is like, if we see something, it's because we can create it. It wouldn't come in as a download. It wouldn't come through as a vision. It wouldn't come in for you as something that would inspire you or excite you if it's not something that is possible for you. And so when people say, you know, I have this really big dream or I have this business I'm envisioning, it's for you. It's already done. Like you've already done this in another lifetime. You're already prepared for this. You're just trying to catch up physically right now. Right. And so we have everything that we need. We spend so much time looking outside of us for the answers, more programs, more teachings, more all the things. We have everything already within us. And so when people come to me and say, I don't trust, I don't trust. Well, it's because you're not really, you're not trusting yourself. You're looking outside of yourself so much for this extra validation. And so I always say like, tell P- I always encourage people to kind of go back to, to you, like really having those conversations with yourself about what you've done, what you've created, what you've held, what you've experienced in your life. Back to that, like almost like radical honesty and just being so transparent with yourself about like, what have I done? What am I here to do? What is my personal mission? Right. And those things remind me of all the trust that I can have in myself, because if I can feel all this, if I can see all this, why would spirit give this to me? Mm -hmm. If it was nothing, what would be the point? Right. Right. And so that's what I think I always come back to is like, there is such a big mission that spirit has me on. There is such a big purpose for me being here on this earth. And how can I not trust what's coming through for me? Because I am a direct channel to source. I am source. And so nothing I can do is wrong. Nothing I'm going to do is going to fail me. Everything I do is connected and is going to bring me to where I need to be ultimately. Hmm. And so the trust piece is really what just I think time collapses things, which just helps us get there a little bit faster, right? Ultimately, we're still going to get there. Ultimately, we're still going to end up in that final destination, but we can take a little bit longer to get to where we need to go. And in those moments, we think too, well, it's not happening for me because it hasn't happened yet, but it's in all the things to prepare you for that big thing that's really important. And so hold the vision. I think that's what comes back to me for trust is like holding the vision, allowing yourself to play in what you are creating, allowing yourself to dream bigger, allowing yourself to own what excites you and to stop looking outside of yourself for the validation that you can trust. 
because you have all of that within you already. So beautiful. Wow. Mic drop. I feel like we could end right there. <laughs> like That's just great. <laughs> We're not going to, but I feel like, man, that was so good. I love all of that. Yeah. And you're, you're spot on with it. It is, if we, it all depends on how quickly we want to get to our goal, to our dream in allowing ourselves to trust and not just trusting the process, right. But, but trusting ourselves enough and trusting spirit enough to know that, everything that we need is already here and available. And whether that's within us, well, it is within us, but also in the people that we come in contact with in the networks that we build, right? And like, even just finding you, I found you on Ashley Gordon's podcast, the Badass Manifestor podcast, which is where I first heard of you. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need this woman in my life. And that was probably two years ago, if anything. And then we've really like developed a relationship in the DMs and it's been so great. And now just everything that has started to unfold for me, just from being connected to you, like being connected to other people, like there's so much available for us. And I say this all the time too, like we are so deeply loved. We are so deeply supported and it's just allowing ourselves to be open to that love and that support, knowing that it ultimately, like you said, it's taking us to our destination. It's just how quickly do we want to get there? How quickly do we want to get there? And knowing that if we get there like quicker, right, we get to enjoy it even that much more. Right. And then we get to continue to dream even bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's like, it's so cool. Some key pieces that I picked out from what you shared too is, like you said, holding that vision, trusting that that vision wouldn't be in us if it wasn't for us, going bigger, because why the fuck not? go bigger, dream bigger, and then finding our own social proof, right? Finding our own proof of when we've done something similar before in the past, how we've always been able to work through it, carry ourselves through it, ask for help and support when we need it. And then the last piece that I picked out was really being authentic and unapologetic about who we are. Like, yes, 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 a thousand times over, you know? And I, I know that you work with a lot of entrepreneurs and leaders in this space too. And I seem to attract a lot of entrepreneurs as well. And it's this, okay, I know I need to show up authentically, but how, like, how do I show up authentically? You know? So I'm curious if you can kind of elaborate on like how you've even shown up authentically, you know, coming from a place of feeling maybe like we don't belong because I know that that has been my story, right? Like feeling like I don't belong, feeling like I, you know, in beneath people or not far enough along yet getting really into like comparisonitis and imposter syndrome and stuff. So it can feel, especially if we're looking outside of ourselves for these answers, like it can feel really new to tap into that authenticity and to do it and then to show up unapologetically, you know, because I think what can happen is when we have a moment of vulnerability, we show up and then it's like, oh shit, <laughs> like, nope, can't say anything else. Like, or we get that one comment where, you know, someone doesn't agree with us. So yeah, I would just love to hear your take on all of that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much is coming up. <laughs> you know, I think for most of my life, I couldn't honor that authentic part of myself. I feel like I was always judged. Gosh, it's even making me feel emotional just mm -hmm. feeling that. It's just like I was the girl that was like trying to find the friend group. I always wanted to have like the perfect group of friends that I would grow old with. Like I always, 
I always tried to find like the places that I could fit in, but I just never felt like I could fit in. And I think it's because I wasn't myself because no one ever really could get to know me. And it was because I didn't get to know me. I think that everything that I was afraid of, and at the time it was, you know, growing up, I, I struggled with a lot of anxiety um, and phobias. And, you know, growing up, I think that I always just said, you know, people won't want me or won't like me because I'm struggling with anxiety or people won't understand me. But I didn't even give people the opportunity to get to mm-hmm. know me. And I think that that's the big piece, too, is that connected to authenticity is that we just assume that people won't accept us. We just assume that people won't resonate. We just have this like sort of like black and white thinking that it just must be this way, right? And I think that I really changed for me when I went to LA because I was around a lot of people who weren't authentic. And that was exactly what brought me to do what I am doing today. And what drove me to leave was because I was around a lot of that really, you know, not pure, not healthy. It wasn't, you know, people weren't being who they really wanted to be. And I, I think that that was my wake up call. I think that at that point in my life was my lesson was this isn't feeling good in your body because you are trying to be more of you and these people aren't trying to be more of them right now. So you're out of alignment. And so my mental health was my ticket out of there. Right. And so I think that what I see a lot of my world too, is that physical, you know, a lot of things manifest physically or mental health because we're avoiding something within us and we're out of alignment. And so it was, it was what I needed at the time to say, okay, Courtney, like you're not living for you. You're not even being you. So trying to go back to basics. And so I think after that, I went into this place of, well, I don't feel good anyways. I feel like crap. I have this diagnosis, this new bipolar diagnosis. My life feels like it's falling apart. And I was kind of at the point where I'm just going to show up as me and just be me. And if people don't want to be in my life, then they don't want to be in my life. Because I was going through this period where I was trying to hang on to relationships that were, I was outgrowing people that weren't understanding me. How many of us like go through that still today where people don't understand who we are, but we try to hang on to these relationships So people weren't understanding me, oh, you're never around or you're not present or you're always tired. Like no one, people weren't getting me. And so I felt like I always had to defend myself. And that doesn't feel good either. Why do we have to defend ourselves in business, in our relationships? That's not what we're here to do. And so I think that when I finally just owned my, what I was experiencing in this life and stopped looking at myself as a victim, I will totally own that. Like, Really, when we take ourselves out of victim mode too, and just say like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. This is why I'm here. And just own it. And I think that it was just simply doing that and just saying, you know what? It's okay. These people are falling out of my life. It was a season. I had these people in my life and they served a purpose and the right people are going to come into my world. And I think that as I've started to be this really authentic version of me, which is blunt, which is sassy, which is sometimes dramatic. I've attracted the people that I need to be in my world, the right people. And so now it doesn't feel hard. And my mental health has been stable for years Hmm. because I don't feel out of alignment because I don't feel like I'm constantly trying to defend myself or prove myself, right? I'm just being me. Hmm. And what's coming up for me right now is what I often would say growing up, 
the the phrase that I would say, my family still says this, is I would walk around and I would say, I just want to be me. Mm-hmm. I just want to be me. Why won't anyone just let me be me? And that's always stuck with me in terms of like, how can I just be more of me? And I think that's a good question is like, how can I be more me today? Take off the filter, take off all the editing, take off like all of it, right? And this is a conversation I have so much in my programs about just like filtering ourselves. And so I think part of the authenticity too is just even when I'm writing a message or I'm having a conversation is just how can I stop filtering this or editing it so that other people feel comfortable Hmm. and just do this for me, right? Share my message for me, do me and let the other person receive it how it needs to. Hmm. And I think that's really helped me just be who I am letting other people respond the way that they need to and just taking responsibility for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. It is. It is that it's the radical responsibility. It is the getting honest with ourselves, asking ourselves where we're not being ourselves. You know, how can we be more of ourselves? Okay. And then where am I not doing that? What are the spaces where I'm not allowing myself to show up fully and then why? Why? Well, yeah, we all fear like rejection, right? And and we fear, you know, that people won't love us. But I think what we forget is that the right people will always find us. The right people will always find us. The right romantic relationships, the friendships, the clients, the opportunities and experiences, like it's all here and available to us. And that's why we have those big visions and those big dreams. And we, the more that we learn to really cultivate that trust in ourselves, bringing it back to that, we can show up in this authentic manner. It's so cool. Right. And then just tapping into the spaces, what came, came up for me as you were talking was like really tapping into the spaces and the conversations where people are showing up as themselves, because letting that be like the inspiration. Wow. Like if she can do it, then I can fucking do it too because we're all mirrors. So if I see it in her, then I know it's available for me as well. Right. And Mm. I love that so much about you have always done that. Like since I first found you and then continue to follow you, like you continue to show up authentically. Right. And like, it, it is so inspiring for everybody. Right. And it just creates this massive ripple effect to just show others like we don't have to we don't have to shy away from our gifts like you said we don't have to put these filters on ourselves and ultimately we can't control how other people are going to react or respond to us anyway so if we can't control how other people are going to react or respond why the fuck wouldn't I show up as myself anyway like, why not <laughs> why not they're going to take it or leave it so oh it's so beautiful and I think I really want to tie in a piece here too about like really coming back to this piece of trust with ourselves and and trusting spirit and like connecting to it. I wonder if you could maybe let's wrap up this conversation with how people can really start to tap into that intuition and that guidance from spirit even more than, you know, whether they're newly starting out with it or they've been diving and dipping their toes into it like just kind of give us some guidance here on how we can do that for ourselves. Absolutely. So a relationship is ultimately a relationship with yourself. So you are spirit. The better relationship that you create with you, the closer you'll feel with your spirit team. And what I always remind people is like, people just show up with spirit when they need help. Oh my God, I need something. I'm praying. Oh my God. 
please don't let my car break down today. Or, <laughs> oh my God, please let that guy text me or whatever it is, right? Like we're always like, oh my God, help me, help me, help. But are those the relationships that you want to be in when people just come to you when you need something? Mm. No, those relationships suck. I hate those people that are just like coming to me when they need something. It's the same with, it's the same with your spirit team, right? I want you to start thinking of it as the same. I don't, one of the things that I really encourage in my space is that spirit can be something that's always in your world that you're interacting with all the time. Like I do with Darcy and it doesn't always have to be something where you're just sitting down pulling cards and it's very intentional. Mm-hmm. Now, I think those tools are really helpful and I'm going to talk about those. But I think that what I really try to encourage is like, how can you bring spirit into your everyday? Mm-hmm. And so one of my favorite things to do, and people always laugh when I say this, is just start talking to yourself. I walk around my house all day and I just start, to, I just talk to myself. And my partner still is like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm talking to myself. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> People still like, don't get it. Like nine years later, you would think, but it's like, I, I'm always talking to myself. And I think it's good for a couple of reasons. I think that we're always so in our head. So it really helps us to start hearing some of the things that we're saying to ourselves because words are so powerful. So I think it's a really good mindfulness technique, but I also think it's really helpful because we start hearing the things that we're calling in for ourselves, we're manifesting. And so just start putting it out there into the Mm -hmm. universe. So I walk around, I'm like, okay, today I'm going to have an amazing conversation with Chelsea. So many downloads are going to come through. So I just share my day as if I was just talking out loud to someone, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't need to know who that someone is right now. I don't want you to focus on that. I just want you to start thinking that there is something so much bigger than you outside of yourself. And if you have someone in spirit that you love and adore that you miss, it is really helpful to start tapping into them at the beginning because you understand their mannerisms, you understand how they feel, how you feel when you're connected to them, right? So I always say it's a really good starting point if you have someone that you love in spirit and you can just start having those conversations with them. Okay, dad, you know, today was a really hard day, but this was a really great part of my day. And just start building that. And you'll see. Oh, you'll see, you'll start getting numbers. You might start hearing, you know, songs on the radio that you're like, oh my God, my dad used to play that song (laughs) all the time, right? Like just these little, just these little subtle reminders from spirit that says, we've got your back, we've got your back. And I think what people don't understand is that in order to have spirit kind of step into your space in a really big way, like walking with spirit, truly walking with them, you have to give them permission. Hmm. You have to say, okay, I'm ready for you. Otherwise, they're going to hang back because they're not here to give you a magic pill. They're not here to make everything better, to make everything easy for you. They're here to walk with you and to help give you all the things that you ultimately desire and want to create. But they want you to go through those life lessons. That's why you're here. That's why you reincarnated, right? Mm -hmm. And you're part of a bigger soul family who's all working together to heal lessons. Family. So you have a really big purpose for being here. So I encourage you, we all have psychic abilities, each and every one of us. I know there's probably some of you listening that are going to go, yeah, right. No, I don't. But yes, we do. We all have them in the way that we channel and the way that the messages come through are so different for each and every one of us. But I'm telling you in some way, some shape or form in your life, you've had some sort of download, whether that's that mother gut feeling, you're like, oh my God, I just know something's going on with my kids or that, you know, oh my God, I just had that aha download. That's a perfect idea for my program. 
These are all these messages. And I think that when we start just being consistent with taking accountability for like, oh my God, I had this hit today. Oh my God, this is another hit. And just being aware, just being aware of these intuitive hits, this consistency with talking out loud, connecting to spirit that you might have on the other side that you're connected to. And even maybe pulling a tool, like pulling um, pulling a card that you might feel connected to. Building a little ritual that feels good to you where you're building consistency with spirit. Because like I said, a relationship needs consistency. You have to show up for it. So if you can start thinking of building your gifts, working on your psychic abilities, and even healing yourself on a whole other level as something that is a commitment to yourself and something that takes consistency, you're off to the races. I love it. So beautiful. So just to summarize for everyone, it really is about being aware being aware. It's about, you know, taking steps to even talk out loud to ourselves to really understand our thought process and what we are consciously, you know, are unconsciously saying to ourselves, open it up to talk to spirit. If that's somebody that we know that's already on the other side and then welcoming them in, welcoming them in through, you know, just our everyday life and also creating like consistency through building a ritual because we can't just expect spirit to show up and take over only when we need help, but it's truly welcoming them in every day to walk with them hand in hand throughout the day. And knowing that that is cultivating like the most beautiful relationship, beautiful relationship that helps to get, make this life so much easier and a hell of a lot more fun. <laughs> mm, preach sister. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't have to be hard and they don't want it to be hard for you either, mm-hmm. but we have things that we have to learn here or else we carry it to the other side. So just as a final reminder, you know, one of the things that has really helped me is like, why do I want to keep dragging this out? Because I'm going to have to work through this at some point in my Mm -hmm. life. So how about I just nip it in the bud right now, get it over with, stop dragging my feet. Cause I used to drag my feet at everything. I was like, nope, putting this in the closet. Nope. And now I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to keep, this is just going to keep showing up in my life. So how about I deal with it now? Yeah. And I think that just is a, a really good reminder for everyone is like, deal with what's coming up for you now deal with the emotions, deal with the messages, deal with everything. Just take it in, be present, anchor in now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I have seen the most amount of momentum when I've done that in my life, when I have realized, especially when it came to drinking for me, it was like, okay, this keeps coming through that. I need to give it up. Years and years would go by and I would do it for short periods of time until finally it was like, no, I've, I'm taking responsibility. I didn't know at the time that's what I was doing, you know, but now hindsight, no, I'm taking responsibility and I'm going to lead myself through this and I'm going to ask for support when I need it. And ultimately it's like changed everything because I didn't want to have to keep dealing with it. So yeah. So beautiful friend. I. I love this conversation and I know we could keep talking mm-hmm. forever, but for the sake of time for the podcast and listeners and everybody, I just want to say a big thank you for joining us today. It has been such a pleasure. You're freaking incredible. I love you so much. I'm so excited to get to work with you in a more intimate way starting in January. And I just want to know that if anybody listening wants to connect with you or work with you to be in your space, where can they do that? Where can they find all the goodness that is Courtney? 
Yeah, I'm so excited to work with you too. It's going to be magic. <laughs> so you can find me at I'm Courtney Taylor on Instagram. I'm very active and I'm very friendly. So if you ever want to reach out, I'm here to chat. And I have a few different um, communities that you can dip into for support, developing your own gifts, um, working on your business. So there's lots of opportunities. And of course, if you are interested in the magazine, Next Level Psychic Magazine, that's a beautiful space too. If you are interested in sharing your story or your wisdom or just looking for a platform to share your message, then I would love to connect with you. Yeah. And I'll put all of Court's links in the show notes, you guys. Please, please, please go give her a follow. Go show her some love. Let her know that you listened to the show and just tell us what resonated with you. Thank you so much for being here, Court. I love you and I will see you soon. I love you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chels. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag CuppaChels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.